vibe check check vibe check the vibe what's the vibe like what is good we're back at it brethren uh corona vibes corona vibers you have a um red shirt on right now i do Oh, there we go. Yeah, I I got a red shirt. Some things never change. We should be, based on my pretty simple calculations, we should be about twelve and two right now. (laughs) Cincinnati Reds Um, off to a racing start. Yeah, cover Sports Illustrated. Reds are red hot in the NL Central. (laughs) Exactly. Eugenio Suarez is early MVP. He's injured. Uh, Not not by the time he comes back. They actually, they were saying he was supposed to be back by game one, and I, I'm hopeful that they weren't lying to me. I don't think they would have. Oh, they both. And you're living in a different reality. <laughs> I, uh, I do. I miss. Uh, I really miss baseball a lot. <laughs> uh, it's which is don't so show weird. often emotion. Don't show emotion often, but that was a real sigh. I've seen that before. Oh, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I wish, um, uh, with a. With the starving for content right now, I would love to have a game every day to watch. That'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. I don't see why they can't just play with no fans. Nobody's ever touched anybody in baseball other than a home plate thing. And then when the Reds and the Pirates play. That'd be tough. The Sandy Alomar Jr., that'd be or Roberto Alomar. You can't spit in the ump's face, you know what I mean? Not yeah, this day and age. You, you can't, can't do that then, and you really can't do that now. It's frowned upon, and Amir Garrett can't fight the entire Pittsburgh Pirates team. Oh, I love that. That was a highlight for me last year. I think I've, we were in uh, we were in Colorado. Um, we were in Telluride, or, or where did we? Uh, yeah, we spent the night in Telluride when that happened. I watched that fight over and over again on my phone, uh, sitting outside. I, I, I must have watched it like ten times. Yeah, I do remember watching that when I was on the road. Was it Telluride? Yeah, we were because um, we were in that. Um, Remember, we got the last room in the hotel, and the dude was like, it's small. And he was like, literally, the beds are next to the, next to the walls. You yeah. remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's a dope hotel. It was a sick, like, lodge-type hotel, but the room was super small. That was a crazy trip. <clears throat> oh, was a crazy trip. Telluride was, Telluride was wild. Telluride Huge was the type of, type of town you could settle down in but i think after a month of owning property you're like all right i know everybody what is different about this place yeah i want to um that's a snowbird type situation i'd like to spend the summer up there second home winter down here yeah second home yeah uh surrounded by the most 14ers in the world a beautiful town my favorite mountain town so far that was crazy yeah and we got to wake up we woke up to it which was nice we, we drove in at night and um woke up in telluride which is always an interesting experience and we did a hike. I feel like I'd been there. I feel like I've lived there before. You ever feel like that? Yes. <laughs> or that you could spend the rest of your life there. It was, that's a cool town. You ever get, uh, <clears throat> speaking of living these things before, you ever get hardcore deja vu? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's weird, right? Well, when it's really intense, you're like, oh, I've, done, I've definitely been here before. You walk into a place and you're like, this has happened. You know sure. what's coming up next? Yeah, and then that guy walks by, and you're like, dude, yeah, that's exactly what I thought was going to happen. What is that? Strange feeling. Come on. That's simulation, dude. That's a simulation. <laughs> simulation. <laughs> dude, I've been on – once I got that stimmy check, I've been simulifing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's stimulus. I just got that. No, I get my stimmy 
tomorrow. What are you um, doing with it? I'm going to buy a bike. Is that real? Not the whole, I'm not going to spend the entire thing, but yeah, I'm definitely going to buy a bike. Get it. Do you know what you should do? You know what the thing to do right now is, is buy things um, like Craigslist things or like things that people would uh, be, you know, kind of selling on their own. Cause I feel like they're way cheaper now. Like if you bought a car right now, great time to buy a car. Good time to buy a car. Um, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm good. That's the one thing I've thought I'm, I'm just going to uh, research and buy a bike. hundred percent. Yeah, get out there. Get yourself a fixie, dude. No, no, I want to get. I want to do a. <laughs> I want to do like a a road slash mountain bike hybrid because um on the connect Those that are- way, riding on gravel um you wouldn't be worried about having the road tires. So get yourself. A- I've put some thought into it. Get the fixie, dude. Get a fixie. I think I'm think I'm fixed on on doing that. Like okay. Fixed- it won't fix the situation. Bike life is great. How many bikes have you had stolen from out of your grass? Oh, God. Um, Phoenix is a tough town. It's got to be over five. I'd say like eight bikes stolen in my 13 years in Phoenix. Some of them, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it could have been uh, probably prevented had I, <laughs> had I, um, you know, Dude, um, a good locked properly or, or not, or not um, left it there for that, a certain amount of time. But I've absolutely just had the bike straight up stolen from, you know what I mean? Like I locked it up, completely properly did it, went and checked on it, and then just gone. Wire cutters. The, um, <clears throat> yeah, I've seen, I've been around you when you've had bikes stolen. And then. Um, you've also had bikes stolen as well. I think it's a, a Phoenix experience. I had one front tire stolen. Um, and that was demoralizing because I had just gotten off the bus. Mm-hmm. And um, you're just sitting there after getting off a bus, just trying to bike home, and you've got to walk home. Or no, <laughs> actually, I didn't walk home. I had to take the bike. The front tire was stolen, so I had to take the bike and wheelie it. That was a tough Oof. one of my toughest. <laughs> yeah, that'd be like you tell you meet a girl on on Saturday, and she sees you on Sunday wheeling your bike home. Yeah, exactly. You, you know what? We're done. I think I just saw you on McDowell. Yeah, you the, really? I, yeah, you did nah, see me. You saw me, <laughs> saw me at my lowest. That's where you saw me. <laughs> yeah, you finally saw me for who I am. Yeah. I was bike life for a while. I was biking to, uh, remember I was biking to work, my first office job, I was biking to work. Michael um, Bluth, yeah, I remember. In a suit, in, not in a full suit, but like, definitely. You looked like Michael Bluth, I mean, exactly like Michael Bluth when he's riding his, his safety through California, yeah. yeah. You caught me a couple times. Very funny. Uh, and this was Phoenix Summers, a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but, you know, it, it builds character, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Built, built to something. Big character builder. I remember biking. I would bike to work and then um, in a pantsuit and a button-up. And then I would bike home, and it was 4.30 in Phoenix. If anybody has been to Phoenix at 4.30 in, like, July, it's like hell. And I would hit the green belt and i would take my button down off and i would just god shirt so hot wide open shirtless shirtless with slacks on oh my god imagine that's insane imagine seeing that but also i've seen you i mean yeah well you've never really had any um 
shame in your game when it comes to loosening or taking your shirt off. I've, I've definitely, we've talked about this in the past. I've certainly driven down some roads and, and been driving past some places where I was like, is that my brother running with his shirt off in the, like, wow, this is, this is a crazy flex. So, yeah. Or you wish there was more flex, but, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I think everybody's wishing there was, there was a different, a different option. <laughs> you know, you got to get your tan somehow. Yeah, you don't have to be on the move. <laughs> I say it's actually better to tan, you know, in a still place, on a chair, in the privacy of one's home. The science is still out on that. We don't know for sure. Yeah. No shame. I've been getting, I'm working on my tan, bud. That's for sure. Tan is the plan in my backyard. Yeah, you guys have crazy sun right now. I was just there. We were hanging last weekend, and it was already 85 degrees or something. Yeah, it's going to be 100 in like uh, in five days. That's tough. That is hundreds. I don't want to see hundred. I'm I'm fine with eighty five. Dude, imagine being quarantined, and the AC breaks. <sighs> why are you Why are you even putting that out there? You know I mean, mean, that happens. You guys have a new one. You You should be good. Yeah, that's newer from the. I got eyes on it the other day, but the um, that's a real thing that happens to a lot. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, um, I've been <laughs> having a heat wave. I've been in situations where the AC wasn't working. It's crazy. Summertime, that's so real. I remember uh, there was a girl that she was pursuing me back in, uh, it was like the end of college or something. Back when we lived on Hancock, 22-year-old Mike, I was probably probably had no front tire on my bike. And uh, I just- No shirt on. No shirt on and just learned how to drink. And um, this girl was- give me the full court press and we ended up hooking up. But the night we ended up hooking up, we go back to our friend's house, uh, Adam Fleck, if you remember. I do, the Fleck Flex. And his AC was 100% not working. <laughs> like that three-minute stretch or whatever that we ended up going back to his spot and hooking up with this girl. And I was like, and it is July. Oh, and- God. I don't know. I'm she had never, no idea what she was in for. She was probably already a little disappointed in herself anyway. So. I, oh, I, was thinking, I always think about that. I'm settling. Damn it. The more disappointing things for yeah. not only – I was thinking about how disappointed I was, and then I was like, if I was disappointed. <laughs> she uh, never texted me again, and this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a hot one last night. Hope you yeah, had yeah. fun. No, I, I know I did. I would love to uh, – see my text post post uh hookup it probably was like we could we should do that again with ac winky face oh jesus or something desperate yeah let's turn up the temp one more time yeah, next week yeah, yeah. yeah that was a hot one let's do a cool one <laughs> <laughs> i just you were really hot last night yeah and the sex was pretty good too it's like what i just texted her uh uh new additions cool it now she never responded. She didn't get the reference. But yeah, I remember that. I was uncomfortable for all parties involved. It didn't. Even, it was like by. I remember like five to ten minutes in, and we're just both just like, "We should, let's just." This is insane. Them. I'm sliding <laughs> off the bed. Yeah. Oh no! It was like in an abandoned room too, because it was like. Oh god. It was this young girl probably stopped drinking, moved back to Utah. That was it for her. You know what I mean? She's like, "All right, vacation's over." She's a Mormon now. She's a Mormon now. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was tough. Those are tough summers. You, yeah, you're creeping up on it. That's the crazy thing is like Arizona's amazing, but then May first hits. 
Um, I think you, well, you lived here a long time. Um, I think what I'm hoping happen, is happening is we are getting a heat wave and there's normally one more weekend where it dips back down and you get some good weather. Oh yeah. And then it dies. But I'm hoping that it's not just ratcheting up into, into the hundreds and staying there. Normally it will do this and you, and you get a little nervous and then it comes back down a little bit. And then yeah. it comes back and does not leave. You better hope. At least we got the pool and, and chilling. So oh yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. You didn't a have good it. situation for that. I think we're going to get, um, um, you know, another thing I'm going to get with the STEMI for sure. Basketball, pool basketball. Oh yeah. That's a good. Movie. Set up the, yeah. Um, yes. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Those actually aren't as, exp well, if you, you want to get a good one though. I want to get a good uh, one. Yeah. You yeah, want I don't want the one floating in the, in the water. I want, I want to get a good one. So as of now, the based on my math, you've got 200 bucks left in the STEMI check. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking at, looking at bikes. Um, more like around like 400 bucks for a bike. Yeah. Um, and then um, I, don't, I don't know how much a, a pool basketball set costs, but I'm going to look into it. I've looked into it. It's a couple hundred, but it's also probably worth it. Um, yeah. Some quarantine. <laughs> Holy shit. It's going to be the best thing ever. Yeah. But um, yeah, you work on the baby hook and all that stuff. For the pool. Yeah. It doesn't translate to, the, to ground game as well, but I'm a beast in the pool. Oh, yeah. It's all about body positioning in the pool. Yep. Um, speaking of uh, hooping, we if you watched that, uh, the Jordan doc came out. A I did. Years ago. That was awesome. Pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. I, I, I'm I thought it was going to be like every day. I didn't know that it was going to be every Sunday. I thought they were just going to release it. Remember, like, uh, I think it was the OJ thing. They did it in five parts, but it was five days in a row. Did they really? I don't remember. Yeah. That was or in four parts, but it was four days in a row. That's and the, that was the greatest documentary of all time. Comparable to um, the excitement I have for this. I remember being super excited for that. Yeah. And it lived up to it. This is living up to it so far as well. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, you have MJ and Pippen. You have everybody involved talking. That's, like, right. thing, except for Jerry Krause. And then, I, you know, who, somebody made a great comparison. I didn't know that Jerry Krause was the um, – he's the person that they uh, – um, form the character of Danny DeVito in uh, Space Jam on. Space Jam makes perfect sense now, yeah. I don't know if that's actually accurate, but somebody did a side-by-side, -side and I was like, that's pretty, that's not unaccurate. Right. That's pretty close. He's he's had a tough look. And then it's funny when they're dogging a dude, and then they show pictures of the dude while they're dogging him, and you're like... Yeah, the pictures they choose to show. This <laughs> dude looks like a, like a mastiff, like an ugly mastiff. Yeah, it is funny when they like. I remember when remember when Tiger was going or anybody going through a scandal. The photo that they choose of them, like just like looking off, like kind of all weird, and so they're not using the smiley um, photo anymore. That photo's oh, gone no. away. You know what I mean? It's the mm -hmm. it's the stern face. It's the look. It's the look of a man who would do this type of thing. It's crazy stuff. But that uh, that Bulls era is crazy because you were born in '84. You were born when Jordan entered the league. Correct. Uh, let me tell a quick, this is my memory of falling in love with basketball. And then, and then um, um, Jordan, especially <clears throat> I was, Michael. I liked the NBA, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Sure. Um, I liked the NBA, but growing up in Cincinnati, like we did, it was more, I loved the Bearcats. I loved, I remember finding out about Bob Huggins and then being like, I just, it felt like, and then you'd see him on TV, and that to me was like, dude, that they're like talking about our city on TV. This is crazy. Oh, yeah. And then 92, we make a Final Four run. Oh, yeah. um, 
And that was my first, um, I remember being in love with basketball then when we made that full run. And then Corey Blunt was drafted by the Chicago Bulls. And the Bulls came to Cincinnati on an exhibition game. Um, This was... Um, I don't, I can't remember whatever, whatever Corey Blunt's rookie year was, 93 or 94. 93 probably. Um, oh, no, no. And I, Might have been 94. I can't remember whatever 95. his rookie year was. Um, he came, um, the Bulls came to Cincinnati to play an exhibition game. I believe yeah. you were there as well. Were we both there? Yeah. I do remember that. And uh, Jordan didn't play and, right. uh, and didn't even come to Cincinnati. And I remember being like, and I couldn't understand that. I was like, what do you mean? I'm not going to see, we're going to see the Bulls. I'm thinking we're definitely going to see Michael Jordan. Yeah. And uh, that's when I was like, that's when I was like, I want to see Michael Jordan. I want to watch this guy play. And then he went and played basketball. Um, but then to watch him come, baseball, um, to watch him then come back, that was my, an incredible sports memory, first memories. I was like, this guy's bigger than, bigger than the world. Oh, yeah. First of all, shout out to Corey Blanc. Big time. Not Corey really Blunt. developing into a good NBA player. He had a couple of years where he was getting boards, though. I think he was on the Lakers for a little bit there. I don't know. He was, but he um, he was tall. He was tall as fuck. He was a ten and ten guy for the Bears. Yeah, for sure. It was amazing. But um, yeah, I was just re- uh, so I'm also reading, um, or not reading. This is how lazy I am during the quarantine. I'm doing audible books. Couldn't have more time to read. Still listening. Right. Um, but it's good for the walks. You know, I'm walking and I'm reading pretty much. It's the only time you do listen. Is during walks, long walks. Audible books. And um, I'm um, doing this, uh, the Jordan book called uh, Plan for Keeps. And it's pretty much what I just realized watching the first couple episodes was it's like the same exact thing there. They bounce from, in the book, they bounce from the... 98 team back to like Jordan's youth and then they'll go like to like 97 and then back. It's kind of interesting. Um, but the, uh, they were just talking about <laughs> the chapter that I just listened to. They're now talking about when they needed a power forward and they drafted Corey Blunt. And the only thing they said in the book was, and he underperformed. And <laughs> they like, it's like the most dismissive, uh, Corey Blunt sentence in the book. They have one sentence about him, and it's just like, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember his NBA career at all. Well, the Bulls drafted him to replace – they needed Horace Grant was their power forward, and then Horace Grant (laughs) – Big shoes to fill. Went to Orlando, yeah. Yeah, and then he went to Orlando. And then he was the reason that they lost to the Magic in the 94 season when Jordan came back. Yeah, they beat him. Not the 94 season. Whatever that season that – Jordan came back and they were trying to figure out the power forward role for a long time. And, um, yeah, Corey Blunt wasn't the dude. <laughs> he wasn't your guy. He was not the He's guy. smoking blunts. I do remember that, that game though, going to see them. BJ Armstrong was a fixture on the team. 100%. Got Pippen. And, um, yeah, that was interesting. Uh, and I do remember it being a big thing that J- Michael Jordan wasn't there and having to get it explained kind of, well, I never got to see him. I was, I just remember being like, oh my God, we're going to see Michael Jordan li- like live and in person. Yeah. Never got to see him live and in person. Have you, uh, we've seen some good basketball games though. Like, well, the nice thing is we lived in Phoenix during the Suns. Probably right. one of the most Toby a bunch of times. One of the most exciting basketball teams I've ever seen. And we got to see them all the time. That Suns team was crazy. Seven uh, seconds or less. 
Yeah, it's nuts. But we got to see the Spurs Suns in what, yeah. you, what you could consider probably the height of the Spurs, like which is a great team too. Um, and then uh, I know we got to see the Blazers. And then, yeah, just, we saw Kobe and them a couple times. I think Kobe one time. time from the Verve Lounge. Yeah. <laughs> which is a tough look. I got to – I snuck down one time during the Western Conference Finals. I got one single ticket and went and saw um, – Kobe and uh, the Suns play. That was crazy. I was right behind the Lakers bench, too. So, we've gotten to see some cool people, but MJ would have been. Never got to see Michael, yeah. MJ would have been something else. My earliest memories of um, understanding NBA basketball was um, it was the Suns series. I was probably only like seven, eight years old then. And um, they, I remember whoever won won the night before and then the next night they played again and i was like what i didn't understand <laughs> that at all i was like did they a series basketball yesterday yeah it was the first time i had to be explained what a series was um <laughs> and i'm sure dad was pissed when he would <laughs> he had to explain it. how about interrupting our father to ask I'm not a patient man <laughs> not a patient man no he didn't have, I mean, and not even one ounce of patience where you could just ask one question and be like, what? Like, uh, I don't, uh, my bad. I thought hey, that was, I'm only nine. Hey, dad, what's going on? Why don't you shut the fuck up? Why don't you wait, pay attention? Wait for the, I'm asking you because I don't know. This is the first time I've ever watched this. Um, but that was, yeah, so 94, I'm 10 years old. You're eight years old. And then he's playing baseball. And making movies, and I'm, it's not, I remember it's not making sense to me. I'm like, what do yeah. you mean? He's like, why is he playing baseball? Is yeah. he gonna go play for the White Sox tomorrow? And then, then you understand uh, minor leagues and spring training. I'm like, what do you mean he's playing for the White Sox? I don't see him on the field. Where's he at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, and then he comes back, and it's like out of a movie. <laughs> it's like I, I remember the I'm back press conference. I and just Jake Bloom down the street owned a 45 jersey. Great jersey to wear. Which didn't age well, but also it's kind of fresh now. Well, I just watched um, the 30 for 30 This Magic Moment and um, great um, part in that doc when they talk about Horace Grant saying, that's not, that's not Michael. He's one, that's 45. That's not 23. And the next day he came out in the 23. Oh, the next game. Yeah. And they were like, well, he can't do that. It's like, no, yeah, he's Michael Jordan. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> you know, they, they paid him those two years he was in uh, baseball. They paid him four million yeah each year and then jerry reinsdorf actually like uh he said so he had they they talk in that documentary how pippen had like one of the best team contracts ever right like they it was like a steal they pretty much signed him in 91 went all the way through 98 yeah if you look at michael jordan's first contract though he actually only really got paid the last two times um he was criminally underpaid and then right. um because back then it was actually more common to take the long-term deals and then also they didn't really get like the tv money didn't start coming into like 94 or something like that so jordan was actually wildly underpaid and then he got two contracts one was 30 million and the next one was 36 million right and jerry, jerry reinsdorf only did that because he was like honestly i owe you for all these other years anyway right like, I, that was, you know, me. Well, he couldn't do that with two people. He's a, <laughs> you know, he couldn't know. also pay Scotty. And it's clear one of them made them more money than the other, but without the other, they probably wouldn't have succeeded as much. It's interesting though. But um, yeah, basketball back then, it is, it is wild, that perspective. I actually don't think I was as obsessed with 
Michael Jordan as most people in that generation were. But I think it's also to your point, what like, dude, we were watching Cincinnati Bearcats basketball <laughs> yeah. quite a lot. And it was pretty good. I didn't need to like to watch the NBA. Every game. Yeah. yeah, we were like at like a lot. Well, of I wasn't watching. I remember NBA, NBA on NBC on the weekends. I always watched the showcase games. Yeah. It wasn't as accessible also back then. Of course, the Bulls were always on because you wanted to see Jordan. Well, and so the it's finals, not like we were going to be a Pacers fans or something. No, we didn't have an NBA team. So it was like yeah. the Bearcats were our thing. Um, I do remember by the end of it, almost – I was I was rooting for the Jazz to win. I was I like was I was just tired of it. I was like, and I, I loved Malone and Stockton, and but then he just proves to you he's the fucking best, and you're like, yeah, oh, can't deny it. I remember just liking the Sonics jerseys. I do. Jazz Jazz that, had great jerseys too. Their early memories, but that the Suns thing. I just remember being like, oh, the Suns seem cool. I don't like. I didn't know. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't ever as enamored with the Michael Jordan thing. Uh, oh, I was. I was. But by the end, I was very – I was just over – like the Patriots. It was like, I'm tired of seeing the Bulls right. just win, win, win. But I was – I loved watching the Bulls. They were incredible. Yeah. No, well, the, I guess my, my more appreciation is just, like, learning about them now and stuff because you just realize um, – or not now, but just since all these books and, you know, videos and stuff like that, they always come out. But um, you just understand he was a different cat. Yeah, he was like, like the one thing in this book they keep talking about is um, he just was, it was uncomfortable how competitive he was. It's like you couldn't ping pong. If you lost a ping pong game, he's going to play you until he beats you in ping pong. Yeah. And like on golf things, he would like one time he was golfing with his buddies and they're playing per hole. And um, he ended up making this amazing shot. It was like downhill and it ended up, he said a hundred bucks if I get it closest to the hole and he ends up getting it right next to the hole and then the next day the dude asks him how the hell did you make that and he said i threw i picked up and threw it like he would cheat <laughs> he would cheat to win but he couldn't lose yeah he couldn't lose he just could not lose and he hated it and uh it's just a different drive that's why like i think when you watch this it sometimes kind of shuts down some of the the jordan lebron thing is always a weird conversation because when you watch something like this on Jordan and having watched LeBron's entire career like we have it's like he just he's just not that dude not to say he's less talented he's just as talented if not potentially even more he doesn't have that like I don't know there's just a cut through I think he gained it he gained it as it went on he wasn't born with it but he did gain that mentality later in his career for sure I mean yeah the ultimate Jordan move you know when he greenlit this Documentary. When uh, LeBron, when LeBron won, the, won his third or something. Right? Yeah, that's when the night. That's when he decided. Like, <laughs> yeah, which is. Well, watch this. You gotta remind these motherfuckers. Well, it is. It's just different, and their stories are so wildly different. Like they're just almost unfair to even compare because. Yeah, I've never really tried to. I mean, I don't know. Sure, you get in those debates, but I never. It was if you know what you're talking about, you would know that they're they're two different players, two different right. guys. Don't compare them. Jordan's. He's not going to be Jordan. He just isn't. But he's still incredible on his own. Yeah, 100%. And Jordan, Jordan didn't make his varsity basketball team his freshman year in high school. By the time LeBron was a freshman in high school, the world knew who he was. I cover, cover Sports Illustrated. Completely different thing. <laughs> right. Different and actually, stories. And the, yeah. uh, the, the counter argument would be that it's actually harder to do 
what to live up to it. Yeah. Yes. To like be the like, chosen one at 18. It's crazy. Now crazy. go prove it. Yeah. Jordan still no. had the chip on his shoulder where LeBron actually had to create a chip on his shoulder. When the, um, Jordan's Hall of Fame speech, he's still fucking mad. Uh, yeah, right. The entire time he's just being like, see, I fucking told you. <laughs> oh, well, that was his, the second the second motivation during the, the last three was that people just kept telling he always his theme in all the press conferences was that he's like, I know you guys think I'm too old and too washed up. Yeah. He like made these narratives up in his head. Crazy dude. Incredible guy for sure. I mean, I want to be like Mike. If yeah. I could be like Mike. It's crazy. It's crazy. I believe I can fly. I believe Rest in peace. R Kelly. Yeah. I mean, he had a good run. Have you been diving into any uh, R Kelly uh, stuff? What, how deep into the quarantine are we going to go until we can watch or uh, listen to R. Kelly songs again. How deep? <laughs> I don't know if that's ever going to be. I mean, you can listen to him. I'm not going to lie. I've listened to him since it's gone on. Um, I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not blasting it in the car so someone else can hear it. But I was just listening. You have not listened to R. Kelly since all this is going down? Just listen to That's That Shit with uh, Snoop Dogg from the Blue Carpet Treatment. Oh, sick. That's that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a real heat rock. Um, Oh, well, here's another question. How deep into this quarantine until it's acceptable to watch uh, Kevin Spacey movies again? Can we, can we revisit these? <laughs> Maybe don't put it on Instagram, but... Yeah. I've, wa- I've watched almost everything. I can't. You tell me I can't watch Usual Suspects? American Beauty? He's not even the lead in Usual Suspects. He's in an ensemble cast. Maybe that's the only acceptable one, but um, Pay It Forward, he's a little too prominent, but Helen Hunt kind of takes that. Um, American Beauty's a little... It doesn't age as well with him. You know, American Beauty, he beat um, – that was when he beat Denzel for the Oscar. In um, – what's it called? That. In Hurricane? No, well, that's bullshit. Bullshit. I mean, yeah, those people don't know what they're talking about. Bullshit. But um, speaking of Denzel, I've watched Equalizer 1 and 2. During the- <laughs> I've not seen 2. I've seen 1. 1 was really good. I'll check it out. I've been watching. I'm I'm in um, Better Call Saul. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I got. I I saw season one and two. Forgot about season two. So rewatched season two. Just finished season three. Good stuff. About to start season four. So I'm in the middle. I mean, I at least got something going on. A little something to look forward to. You finished season three? I did. Don't kick crazy. Don't kick that that lantern, dog. What's he doing? I think he, he wanted to kick that lantern. Yeah, it was intentional. But, um. The uh, yeah, it was a that's a good show with uh, Odin Kirk. Sometimes that show pisses me off with how slow it is, but um, it is good. Like I like you know who I really like in it is the chick. Uh, yeah, Kim. she's really good. Yeah, right, Kim. Kim Wexler. Um, she's amazing, and then Odin Kirk's great. But um, yeah. <clears throat> and there's some sneaky stuff too. Like uh, you know what I'm impressed with is how they made the <laughs> I like how they just made the oldest dude in the show. Somehow younger. A little bit younger, yeah. He still looks old as fuck. He still looks so <clears throat> Well, at least he's just not, you know, in a wheelchair and, and that. At least he's moving around. Oh, well, that dude. No, I'm talking about Mike. Hector? Mike. Oh, Mike. Well, that, I mean, I don't know. Hector's pretty fucking old. Yeah, Mike looks Mike looks super old. Mike looks older than he did. <laughs> it's crazy old. But they're like, this dude's 10 years younger. Also, when what do they ever reference what year that show is? I don't think so. Doesn't it? It seems like 92, maybe. Or like yeah, 90s, 90s, early 2000s. 
could be early 2000s. Yeah. Because based on the, I guess you well, some of the suits, the and then you see like, yeah, yeah, because uh, Kim uh, drives a, um, it's got to be 2000s because she drives a Eclipse, Mitsubishi Eclipse. Oh, <laughs> who could forget? Hot girl car. Mitsubishi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you start, yeah, you're rolling up on a red light and it's a red eclipse. You're like, what's up? You're playing some clips. You're like, yeah. grinding. How about the dudes? Like, didn't you have a buddy that had a Toyota Celica? <laughs> I was like, dude, you are a guy. I know two dudes who had Toyota Celicas and everybody's like, what? <laughs> Those are definitely hot chick cars. Yeah. Uh, so funny. But wealth was so exorbitant in Sycamore that you could get any car you wanted. Right, trade it in, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's good stuff. Better call Saul. I did. Uh, I'm still hot girl car. That is, and then like crazy girl cars, like a Pontiac Sunfire. You're like, what's going on in here? This girl's nuts. You know what I mean? I guarantee you, her car is dirty. Yeah. But man, is she? Is it going to be a wild night? She's got more water bottles on her floor than any teenage boy. <laughs> right. She's ripping cigs. Yeah. Looking out the window. That's the type of chick that has had an abortion, but also kept one. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Yeah. She lives. It's true. Hairdresser. She lives on the wrong side of Fields Ertle. <laughs> <laughs> She's in the FEP. She drives, drives them all over the place. She lives behind that pizza tower. <laughs> um, the <laughs> Snatch tap nose. <laughs> the, uh, that's so funny. Um, yeah, those are interesting. The cars back in the day. What was the – I can't even remember. And then all the dudes had just their secondhand Jeeps. Their older yeah, cars. or like a Honda Accord. You know what I mean? Like oh, the black Accord Honda Accord. Fast. Accord was easy. Civic, but the real flex was Accord. If you could get the Accord, things were going by your Accord at that point. Everybody had a Civic. All the girls had the had like a white Honda Civic. 16 tracy 16 i'm thinking of one person in particular <laughs> um oh yeah and then uh i remember there was one chick that had a she was cute had a toyota <laughs> matrix or something like that those little hatch oh yeah those were a flex because <laughs> you can get in the back of those things and then everybody wanted um or like your car guys like a, a snips would have like you had a, a dude who would flex in the like integra you know what i mean the, oh, yeah. the actual fast car and they they could fix it up and make it lower it and all that shit and i'm know. like i don't know just pick me up yeah can we get high yeah are you gonna pick <laughs> me up or not what if zach lay had something like yeah oh dude he had a honda Accord hatchback that was a tough 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 car <laughs> but i mean it worked but, but then there's but then, back then there's like if you have a car you have a car, like just yeah. yeah let's get a car dude, we had up. we had Corey middleton had a uh like uh this God, I can't remember the name of the car, but it was a blue, little blue convertible. I mean, it was a ridiculous car. Like a <laughs> but, but it was the drop top. You know what I'm saying? It was still like summertime. You're still in the convertible. Oh, yeah. You're very it was awesome. Remember your boy Bach used to have the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> that car was ridiculous. Yeah. Those are, there's some ugly cars in the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, we would show up with a, our mother's stolen Saturn. <laughs> yeah, I got to get this back. Yeah. Uh, I, actually have to. I can drive, but I can only drive for like two hours because this is not my car. Oh, that's so funny. I remember, yeah, I did some weird stuff in the back of that Saturn one time. And then, um, but think about the logistics of that. One of the more uncomfortable things. Yeah, I'm six foot three. That, that's not a possibility for me <laughs> in the back of a Saturn. I might as well go try and do it all on Saturn. 
Um, and then I remember you left a bag of weed in the in the Saturn, and I got in the car. I think we all got in, both got in the car, and right away I'm like, "There's a bag of weed in here. This 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 is a." It was so stinky too. So, and mom's driving. Like, and she's like a skunk. And she yeah, she's like, oh God, somebody must have hit a skunk. And I'm like, and we're like, yeah, they're definitely a skunk for sure. And she's like, wow, is it following us? You know what I mean? She we're no all idea. the way down Hopewell. It still smells yeah. like we must might be hitting skunk. multiple skunks. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I remember one That's time funny. I came in with a thing of weed and uh lily our dog sniffed the hell out of it oh man immediately in my cargo shorts and uh, <laughs> remember just cargo shorts were reckless because you just would forget what was in the pockets of the oh yeah you're walking around with a bowl yeah. and a bag yeah guitar pick that was in there to be thong and um i had the, and then she found that and i remember having to explain to her that it was my friend nipples which is <laughs> such a high school thing having a friend named nipple but also why do you guys call him nipple honestly i never even asked yeah that's how it goes uh, we have a friend out here um <laughs> um beckham not his name his real his real, his real name is peter i forget his last name because i always thought it was beckham come to find out that he's only called beckham because one time he was watching they were all at a house somewhere and he was watching soccer and the guys walked in the house to go, oh, what are you, fucking David Beckham? Yeah. It's just like a just ribbing the guy. And then it was, he was Beckham for the rest of his life. That's how it all starts. <laughs> One nickname. Polly Picos. Polly Picos. Johnny Jackets <laughs> over here. <laughs> he literally bought a new winter jacket. and Looked good. It was a good looking jacket. <laughs> Polly Peacoats over here. Yeah, they, I got crucified for three weeks every time I wore a jacket. I would wear the what are you, Johnny jackets. Uh, what are you cold? It's like yeah, it is cold. It's Thirty degrees. I'm cold. Oh, that was so. <laughs> uh, nick, nicknames are great, um, but uh, yeah, I just saw or. Um, it feels like uh, I just saw you. You were just in Phoenix. You came out here to break it up a little bit. We hung out. Um, had <laughs> I had some zipperitas. Um, yeah, we. Uh, so every I think every hangover like that starts with like what? Well, what did you drink? And if you told somebody that you drank a thirty-two ounce zipperita, they'd be like, "Well, yeah, that's going to be the start to a really long evening." It was, and we had, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was wild. Well, we had to get those wings, some of the better wings you can get. And then, um, yeah, we had, I was up there. I remember I made the physical order. I was physically in the location, which was out of control popping. <laughs> it was like so busy. Like there's People people need their zips. I mean, there's nobody sitting or anything like that, but it was like, you know, there's like a crazy line for zips. And I keep seeing people walk out these huge jugs and our mutual friend from uh, cdo addy had told me that they had zipperitas um she would know 32 that. that's ounce, awesome 32 yeah. ounce zipper dues um in uh for sale to go <laughs> that zipper ripper dude let's go and so the crazy thing about zipperitas obviously is though when you order them they tell you they have a little disclaimer on the menu that you can only get three right right so Unless you know CJ, basically, thirty-two ounces is like four zipperinas, though. Yeah, because they're like eight ounce hitters. Yeah, they're breaking their own rules. Yeah, 
they're giving you <laughs> too much in one serving. Yeah, you're like, as long as you do this in the safety of your own home, you should be all right. But they were wrong. <laughs> we weren't all right at all. Should have came with a disclaimer. So, that yeah, I come back with four huge big gulps of uh <laughs> Zipparita. Zipparita too. So, yeah, that was how we started the night. Yeah, because I came back to just switch up the flow. It's crazy. So it was nice to come chill in Arizona. And then we said we would record a podcast, and then we got too drunk most of the nights. It happened, yeah. But um, And we got drunk enough to recreate a couple of uh, Oasis pictures, actually. <laughs> yeah, we did. The uh, cover from Definitely Maybe, and then me and you took a took, – first of all, one shot. So that is one picture. Someone – we literally stood like that. And took the photograph. It ended up looking a, a lot like the original. From uh, what's the story? Morning Glory, isn't that? Yeah, from the inside, um, the the inside sleeve. There, we have the album here at the house. Uh, first of all, it's a. I mean, the amount of eye rolling that I imagine goes on uh, <laughs> when we post a picture of us as the Gallagher brothers always exactly. makes me laugh. The uh, but you need to be yourself, and that's what I want to be. I love the Gallagher brothers. Wow. You need to be yourself. You can't be no one else. While no we, one else. While we clearly mimic. To other yeah, somebody else right <laughs> but i want to be me we literally played uh both o of the uh, oasis first two albums um on vinyl on vinyl and screamed them uh <laughs> at a wildly uncomfortable level i just felt good though felt alive but can we talk but also i wasn't even mad because you guys you have neighbors that are pretty much creating a cult next door i don't know what's going on next door but it's concerning so we were singing loud, but then I remember thinking about it. I was like, they were singing loud. At, they kind of do late night, too. It's like 10, 11 o'clock, and they'll have – Right. Yeah, I thought you guys were joking. And then we looked over the thing, and there was 15 people in the circle. And there's no social distancing. Yeah, they're holding hands. Singing Kanye's last album. It's like – Makes yeah. sense, though. Right. <laughs> it was nuts, dude. If you've never been to, uh, so our next door neighbors have this white van. It's a creepy, it's, That's, if you think about a creepy white van, it's the worst. It's such I a weird. connected that. Yeah, that's. The yeah, thing. so I always knew they were weird, but this just cements it. Yeah, it's a white van. Speaking of vans, we used to whip a van and I used to whip a van in high school. <laughs> I used to push a van. <laughs> I used to push a van and have a, uh tape deck connected to a uh, aux cord that was then connected to a cd player because the cd player and the whip didn't work and we used to just bump shit the game we used to bump the game's first album in documentary purple van um but uh they have yeah they've got a creepy van next door and it's definitely a cult yeah i don't know what's going on next door and they get these three two or three dogs that are just like the yappiest, like little, you know, like, like a really, really annoying bark. And um, yeah, when you're in quarantine, it's every day. You don't notice it when you're just living your life or whatever. You don't really, because you're not, you're just going out, you're doing your thing. You're like, whatever, they're my neighbors. But yeah. it's every day. You're like, you're a little fucking weird. What's going on over there? They got to think the same thing our way, though. Like, was, <laughs> yes. that, was that both? Uh, was that the first and second Oasis album at three in the morning? I think they played Cast No Shadow twice. <laughs> no, and I heard weeping on the second go round. That was a good one. Um, as some might say, went really hard. I remember. Yeah. Um, I've been standing at the station. 
but the um, yeah, that was a good good weekend, good Zipperita weekend. Yeah, I think I'm gonna stay away from the Zipperitas for a while. I actually told a few people, so I think that's what's been going on is a little pay it forward. You tell, I told a few people the next night, like, wow, they are really getting it going over at Zips. If you guys have not, and someone was like, I haven't had Fakasha in forever. I'm doing that. It's a good, and, yeah. And then that person was late for work. I'm sure the next day. Oh yeah, that that's the crazy thing is the. Uh, the zips it was nice to go back because we have a lot of food in phoenix shout out to the phoenix culinary scene because uh one of the sleeper food scenes in america absolutely really good food scene out here but we had uh yeah we had grimaldi's and then we had defalco's come on i had a chicken farm and that was good i forgot about that reheated it after having left it in my car for an hour in the arizona sun and it still held up yeah I've been, I've been chancing a lot of food. I ate some two-day-old sushi last night, too. What? I mean, you just kind of take chances. <laughs> I think when people say take chances, that's not the chances that they're talking about. You have to, you know, no net. Eat three-day-old sushi. <laughs> what is the sushi uh, cutoff? I think it's a day. Sushi should be fresh. Should be, you should eat sushi day of. Even next day, yeah, that's fine. Two days, come on. What are you doing? Definitely forty hours removed. I didn't do the yeah. It was just sashimi, raw fish. Two <laughs> days later, it's not the move. <laughs> you know what is the worst is the rice. Just is it's different. The rice is dry. Yeah, it was a tough. I don't. I, I regret my actions, but in uh, <laughs> not gonna live in the past. But I. But then uh, we we were hitting all those good spots in Phoenix and uh, this and Zips. I will say Zips as a chain restaurant, there's probably like 10 or 15 of them. Those are that's some of the better food you can get for a chain restaurant. Yeah, those wings bar, are awesome. Bar food, though. But great bar food. Different type of girl. The girl who knows, like, you need to start questioning things. It's like if uh, she knows, like, what the specials are. Or you know what I mean? Or she's like, no, that's Thursdays. The Fakashas <laughs> are $7 on Thursdays. The day, Fridays right? yeah. is, yeah. And you're like, what, how often are you at Zips? Yeah, actually, If she knows CJ... Yes, yeah. those are six dollars. There's a red flag. Yeah, <laughs> we used to go to that zip so much on Miller and Camelback that they changed how they ordered Jägermeister. Oh, god, that was, I mean, those were bad days. That was when, like, yeah, we were like 22, 23. I was like, yeah, because I remember I was, like, I was like 23. That was when I first, first moved here, early 20s, and I was trying to keep up with you guys. And Good you guys god. are both six, three, you and Johnny White. Juanito Blanquito. And um yeah, you guys are huge alcoholics. And I'm like and I'm like just learning how to drink and uh lower body fat percentage back then. I think I was sitting around I was in the teens back then, body fat index. Uh that's since changed, but yeah, I thought I could handle Jägermeister. It was Jägermeister in the shot. Every well, everybody time. thinks they can handle Jägermeister. We're all going through the same thing. Yeah, we were just taller. No one can handle Jägermeister. <laughs> no one. We shouldn't have been drinking Jägermeister. By the way, we had a Jägermeister machine. It has nothing to do with height or weight. Nobody should be drinking Jägermeister at the the rate we were drinking. We had to throw the machine out. Do you remember? Yeah. We won a won a Jägermeister where you could put the frozen thing in there upside down. <laughs> and one morning, I think, I don't know who threw it out, but I think everybody had a huge sigh of relief. Someone said, I threw that thing in the alley and nobody go get it. We're not, we're leaving that in the past. It was not even that cool. I do remember. It wasn't cool at all, dude. It was Pat lost cool. a tooth. Like, <laughs> Pat <laughs> he, lost a tooth. It had to stop. 
Pat looked like Lloyd Christmas that morning. And then, uh, oh, man. Yeah, those are tough days. I think that's what um, I think that's what Chris Cornell was talking about. Um, fell on uh, dark, <laughs> fell on <laughs> black days. Yeah, I think that's what that song's about. Actually, that's exactly it. Drinking in your youth. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's tough stuff. But either way, we made it out. Uh, made it out of uh, Arizona quarantine alive. Back in it, and then 420. Did you do anything for 420? We already did a couple of weed stories, but not really. Um, no, <laughs> I didn't even. Smoke. I just I'm not a smoke. I, I I was such a pothead when I was. I was. I mean, not even pot. I was just like, just I smoked so much when I was younger that I I would just. I, I guess I just at one point I was like I I'm inherently lazy anyways because I was like I can't add this to it. I'm not gonna be able to do anything. Yeah. Um. So I had to cut that out. But we have the you gave me the THC uh, that liquid I use it from time from time to time. Yeah, you I do. might throw it on a on <laughs> something. <laughs> Dude, it's the gummy bear juice. It literally it's wild. Is, is that little little uh, that thing? I've that thing will set you back. Yeah, that's what I find is like now it just it just I can't move. I'm just and that I get like a weed hangover. It's not good. Yeah, I didn't do uh, too much, but uh, I've been smoking steady since 15 or so. But 15 years old um, sure um i don't smoke as much out here anymore but yeah we used to get so high i, ju- I do miss the first couple of years of smoking though the geek out sessions yeah that's what you miss geeking is insane wake st- the, the first couple of years when you would stay up till 420 just to smoke on 420 oh god so unnecessary yeah but um the geek out yeah i'll, ne- I'll never forget watching the tally episode of south park the first time um, and just uncontrollably laughing, yeah. Laughing like la- laughing so much, you thought you might call <laughs> the hospital. <laughs> you have a funny geek too. Yeah. When you're geeking, it is it is funny. You're one of those <laughs> a few those few people who, when they start laughing, you start it's like, <laughs> such a hard contagious geek. laugh. Yeah, geek Mick Grass. <laughs> Mick Grass. Did Bobby Hunter R.I.P. had one oh, of yeah. best uh, best geek outs ever. <laughs> we, we, we watched yeah dude that that just this tally episode of south park always hits different and zoolander too but um but either way um we can wrap it up um yeah we'll we'll be in touch soon um shout out to uh obviously the bush family behind me and uh we haven't mentioned that but been shout out to uh the, the grand canyon behind me there we go yeah i think we're all inspired by you know different stuff and um i think that's important um and i'm also reading the other audible book i'm reading this on family secrets we can kind of dive into that maybe next time but um don't forget where it all started you know you need to be yourself jfk did you did the picture come x'd out or you x that out yourself I, t- I took a sharpie to it just for uh theatrics um but you know where was hw on the 22nd of november but we'll uh we'll talk a little bit more maybe about that and then uh (laughs) (laughs) other things um but yeah be good john love you buddy yeah man love you too peace up a town down peace